morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome wherever you are in the world listening to our podcast, King in Faith. Yes, we're here to deliver another amazing discussion, a message, hopefully some revelations, not only from us, but to yourselves as well. Um, it's a pleasure to always be serving you and to always be delivering what we believe that in faith that has been placed upon our hearts by God to share with all of you. And today our topic is the reality of God. But first of all, before going into our topic, I just want to introduce the other two kings that are with me. I'm your host, Karen Yates, and you're here with Jermaine, of course, second uh, partaking host in Kings in Faith. Um, just a quick one as well for those listening. This will be the last one for season one, um, so um, definitely please have listened to all the others. Um, but it's a pleasure, of course, to be here again, given inspiration, given clarity, given emotional charge, and again another beautiful topic. Ready to get into this. And and we're here also with Mr. J. Anderson. Um, welcome, everyone. Thank you for being on this journey with us. We are always improving. We will be settling down mm-hmm. and just really thinking about what our season two is going to consist of. But definitely, as Jermaine said, definitely mm-hmm. have a look at our previous episodes. Please give us feedback. Please encourage us. Please support us. And yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much, Kinge, for the introduction and the reminder as well. Um, just like my two brothers just said, we highly encourage you to go through our series and see our previous discussions as well. That talks about life, wellness, relationships, reality. We basically go into everything and anything. And we're just getting started. We appreciate the support, even if this is the first session you're listening to. We appreciate that as well. Be encouraged, be inspired, send your feedback. Um, we are Kings in Faith. You can find us on Insta. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us um, online, our online presence. You can contact us. If you've got any questions, any feedback, throw it through. But until um, then, till we speak right now, we're going to get into our topic. Um, the topic is, as I mentioned before, the reality of God. And this, the whole focus on this topic is for us to look at for ourselves, our personal experiences, um, how real is God to us? Why is it that we mention God um, as the foundation of every single topic we speak? Um, and what has led us to be where we are right now because of our beliefs and because of our faiths, which are God-led? Um, and to start that off, yeah, um, I just want to I just want to talk with the guys and find out about their experiences with God as well. Um, just a little bit briefly before I get into get to go to the guys, we're looking at why God is real to us. We're looking at what God does for us. We're looking at our perception, our experiences, um, our relationships, and all sorts. So, without further ado, let me pass it over to the King. Jermaine to find out his experience and his lifetime with God and why God is real to him. 
Thank you, thank you. Um, it's I'll start with a brief history because I knew about church, you know, and sort of like the power of God when I was very young. And I think um, many black families have that introduction from early, you know, if you go with your parents or your grandparents, um, whether Sunday school, you know. So I've always come to Pentecostal, um, have my um, experience, of course, going into that. And the thing is, is like when you're young, you don't necessarily pay attention to these things. Not really. Um, I think the greatest inspiration I have of just how... Um, just how, of course, God is real in that sense to me is I look around me, the people here, my family, my parents, um, my siblings, my friends, um, you know, this is just some of the things that I just clarified is how real God is. It's like, look at where I am. Like, look at who's around me. Look at life, you know, and you look at, down to everything you touch, down to everything you see, and you look at it, like, in terms of questioning. And it's the great thing about it is when you start to really open and realise that we're here for a reason. Something made this. And at some point, you've got to really pause and think, God, like, how, how is this even possible? Where did this divine intervention or, 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 or grand vision came from? Um, and, yeah, and, and, and the thing is, when it comes to really, for me, having the, 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 the blessing to um, be around family who've shown me what it meant to give your heart to Christ, give your life to God, and... Um, seeing that some of the power that's happened down to healing, down to just removing certain things away, um, but also just installing. And I think, um, you know, when we look at some of the things when it comes to our our, our vision, um, it's something that we touched upon as well. Um, and having that sort of focus and having that clarity really helps us to kind of turn from where we stand and what it is we want to do. Um, and the thing is, when you're around those who love God, and I'm going to quote Romans 8, 28, um, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So when you're around those who truly are having an expression of love for God, and this is not a case where following with the crowd or anything like that at all, there's a lot of power in spirit. There's a lot of power in word, a lot of power of action. And sometimes being called to what God wants you to be can even be through things or people or even circumstances Many of us could be through circumstances and something bad has happened to us has made us realise, wow, that could be the thing that God's saying to me, I need you to be here, but in order for you to be here, I've got to remove something from you. And a lot of us tend to confuse sometimes that what God removes from us could be the very thing he's trying to protect from us and vice versa as well. So um, that's how I pretty much came into, came into all of that, down to experiencing and down to seeing death down to some of the things that's really just highlighted the uh, things that were going wrong. But most importantly, life as well, and seeing friends and family prosper, man. So that's just really much all... In fact, some of the examples I could kind of say as to how real God is to me. Bro, thank you very mm. much. Only become more the person he needs you to be for his perfect plan. 
um, and I hope all of you heard that. Um, if you didn't hear that properly, rewind it and listen to it again. I'm telling you right now, there's some gems inside there showing you um, about a personal experience and account and encounter that will show you the reality of God. Thank you very much, Joanne. Thank you. Um, even before we even started as well, um, sorry, Kings, you have to forgive me. Forgive me, my audience, or sorry, our audience, because I didn't even drop a prayer before we even started as well. Um, bearing in mind, I did pray even before this session as well. But um, it's a bit unorthodox. We've already started, but still, it's never too late to call on the Lord, especially due to the topic we're talking about as well. And I'll just drop a quick prayer, brothers, okay? That's all right with you, brother. Always, always, That's man. Always Come on, on let's man. get Come let's on. get this work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As you can see, man, like T is new to this, but it's no excuse. Take responsibility and just keep moving forward, led by God, for God, and by God. In Jesus' name, Lord Almighty, we thank you for everything you have done. We thank you for your faithfulness, and we thank you, Lord Almighty, that you always make a way where there seems no way. We thank you for your loving kindness and your great compassion. And we thank you for touching our lives, Lord. We thank you for your mercies and we thank you for your grace, which is your unmerited favor upon our lives. Father, we pray that as we are in this session, Father, you will touch us and lead us to speak exactly as you need us to speak. And we will say exactly as you need us to say. We'll think exactly as you need us to think. And we pray that you will touch every single listener. So not only are they blessed by what we're saying, they're blessed by your presence, your exclusive presence in their lives, mighty God, and they will see you on another level. Let people experience encounters with you, mighty God. Let people have testimonies with you because of you, Lord, in their lives, Lord Almighty. And Father, Lord Almighty, lead all of us in wisdom, not only to hear, but to speak accordingly and to speak with words, mighty God, seasoned with salt and seasoned with grace that will touch others and make difference and impact people's lives in a positive way. Father, Lord Almighty, we thank you for answering our prayer, even beyond that which we have asked. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Times. That being said, that being said, let's go, let's go, let's go. Brother Jason, please share with, share with us your testimony, your experiences. What is, why, why is God real to you, your past? Give them a brief about yourself, bro. Uh, so I grew up in a household where um, my dad was anti-church, anti-Pentecostal. Um, um, he didn't mind Catholicism, but he was not interested in any sort of church. He would run away from it. I mean, if there was any sort of wedding, funeral, etc., he would never go to the church park. So I grew up with him with, well, I guess with that same rhetoric jumped into my head. So that was part of me. Even though, yes, I did um, go to church a few times for different reasons. But as soon as I was old enough to stay at home by myself, for example, because my mum used to go, I just stopped going. Now, as I got older, my experiences of church, not my personal experiences, but my experiences through other people's eyes, were very, very negative. So... Um, there was a church that I was affiliated with because I used to help out with the, well, I thought it was a youth service, but really it was operating as a youth club within the church, but I used to help out there. But that particular um, 
basically a leader in the church basically was put in, put in prison for I don't know what that official term is but for inappropriately touching minors anyway so for me that was something that I just said I, I can't I can't rock with that um, this is not really what I've signed up for anyway so I'm out as time went by um, one of my cousins she was ill I don't remember what her illness was um, but I remember her saying that she doesn't want to go to the doctor. She doesn't want to do none of that stuff. Her pastor's going to heal her. Cut long story short, she got on a plane and she ended up dying from a blood clot on the plane brought on by her illness, right? So her father, four days later, also died from like a heart attack slash stroke brought on by the stress. So you can imagine and these are just a few things I'm mentioning, but those things alone really sent me into a place where I had nothing good to say about Christianity. There was times where I had nothing good to say about faith in general. There was time where, do you know what? I never said anything negative about God, but I always questioned, well, I would say the only negative was me questioning whether he really exists or exists in the form that we believe right there was a time where i was anti-christian and, and i was literally going to become muslim the only thing that stopped me was that none of my muslim brothers brought me to any sort of mosque they even gave me a name um azan which is um a call to a call to prayer and it's part of the the prayers that they say in the mornings so i was i was that serious but it just didn't happen that way after some time, I had met someone um, who was a Christian, and to cut a long story short, how she dealt with my questions, how she dealt with my negativity when it comes to faith was absolutely wonderful. And I remember thinking, this is how we should all be. Do you know what I mean? You shouldn't really take offense. You should be understanding, etc. Um, as time went by after that, um, that relationship ended for a whole bunch of reasons and I kind of went back to just my old ways my old thought processes and then eventually years later it was as if I just woke up and said what am I doing and there was no real setup there was no I mean life wasn't great but there wasn't nothing major that happened at the time I literally just woke up and said there is something that I need to do in this life and I'm not going to be able to do it the longer I reject God. So from that moment, I said, let me give my life to Christ. Um, I didn't just jump at the first church that came along, but after a few months, um, I found a place I can call home. And that place has been nothing but wonderful to me. And now I am on the way to actually um, becoming an ordained minister in time to come now. That's something I can't believe because, I mean, I was someone who was anti, anti, anti. I always joke um, when it comes to Paul in the Bible because he used to be out there killing Christians, right? So I always joke. Like, I never used to kill Christians physically, but I used to kill them with my words. Now look at me. Um, you know, there's no way I would have seen myself even speaking about God or speaking, you know, or speaking about God with any sort of passion or any sort of understanding, trying to give Christ to people. There's no way I would have seen myself do that. But I look at myself as well. Considering how I was before and where I am now, 
there really must be a purpose for me because he didn't just he didn't just allow my heart to be hardened and allow me just to squander my life of course i had to listen but we know so many people whether it's biblical or whether it's real life that you know they need to make better decisions they're just not and they can see their life spiraling out of control but they're just not choosing to make the right decisions to you know to change it so when i look at my purpose and what i'm currently planning and where i'm going god willing that's where i get for me i would say god is real because he has consistently reminded me throughout my life that he is there waiting for me to come and he has a purpose for me he has done it in various different ways and when i've allowed myself to be distracted and then i switch back and i'm saying okay god i'm here again remember me it's as if he just put things he puts things into my hands it's as if he just says look you see all the stuff you're struggling to get before here you go just like that and i always think to myself no one can say there is no god because in my own experience i'm trying to put and put i'm trying to do as much action as i can to get some things but it's not working but the second i actually say to myself let me or i'm in a position where i can align myself with god properly what i've been asking for what i've been struggling to get just gets placed in my hand and to me that that that's amazing and all i can do is thank god because i have to say to myself you know there's so many other people out there why why me why me considering the amount of people on this earth and for me i just have to look at it as like do you know what if that's the case imagine the thing that he saved me from that i don't know about imagine this imagine that some of the situations where i thought maybe i've made a good decision but really it was god saving me from something that could have been so much worse i mean from you know almost being stabbed almost being shot like different things like that and only because of my decision making i was safe from that or certain things where i don't leave um or i choose not to go or i leave early or leave later and within those time frames something happens that could have happened to me and i just have to think to myself god is raw because he has consistently saved me from certain things and he has literally waited for me to come along or to fix up let me say it that way for me to actually jump on board and actually reach or go on a journey to reach the actual destiny he he has for me and to me there is there is there is nothing else in my life that's given me such pleasure such happiness and such satisfaction i mean my brother jay talked about healing i mean over this past couple of months right there there, there is so many things that go into it and this podcast has really helped me I would say is focusing on Christ, right? Has done so much. I mean, allowing like reminding yourself that in Christ you are not a perfect person. You have to be accountable. You have to forgive not only others but forgive yourself. That has been the single biggest healer for me because it really does allow you to move on because it's freedom. And this is where I look at God as freedom. You're not held by the opinions and the constraints of the world that say you must be like this because a b c d e yes a lot of the world would look at you strange as why is that your reaction or why do you think this way but who cares our focus is christ that's that's really it 
we want to make sure when Christ comes, he knows who we are when we call out his name. You know, and all of us are struggling people. None of us are perfect. So it's about working to be a better person every single day of your life. And I mean, God allows that. Do you know what I mean? All the despicable things, the crazy things that we've done throughout our lives, but we still have the ability to come correct. I mean, human beings will write you off forever, but God will. That's mm-hmm. why, to me, is such an amazing person because it's only an amazing person that can have that much love for us. And I'll leave it there. One thing that came, that touched me, came on my mind, even when you were saying, when you were, when you were saying, your testimony was what Brother Jermaine always says. I love to repeat what Jermaine says because <laughs> what he says is on point. You know what? We, <laughs> Jermaine said, you, know you, know you know what I'm gonna say. You know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know what? God, I think you may not even. There may be some of you listening right now that may not believe in God. But God believes in you. And bro, it's what Jason said here is it perfectly is a perfect example of that. The fact that you know what? You may not believe, you may have given up on God, you may be going through life in in a situation that is causing you not to believe, but all through everything that you're going through, yeah, God believes in you. And do you know I know that's true? Because at the end of the day, you are creation. And if you are creation, you had to have been created. And I'm not talking about procreation, where someone creates you in, um, someone creates you out of an activity or something that other human beings do to procreate. I'm talking about an ultimate creator that had to have created everything in the first place. You're here, you're existing right now. And your existence is not by accident. But listening to this right now is not by accident. It's for a reason. And you've just had two kings here um, who have just shared the reasons why they believe in God and how they've come to believe in God as well. Um, and the fact that I call them kings is because I know that they are royalty appointed by God. He's the king of kings and queens. So you listening right now, I know that you're also right here as well. You are kings and queens, and if you haven't realized it already, I pray that you come to realize it as soon as possible. Thank you very much for sharing that, Brother Jason. Thank you. Um, I'll also share my um, testimony um, as well. Mine is really similar to J- um, Jason and Jermaine's. So it, 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 it's got a bit of both of theirs because it's really similar because um, the way God works is that you know what, it's a lot of things are just unexpected um, just um, just like Jason, I grew up in a household where my mum was going to church, she was going to church all the time, Ghanaian household, she was in church praise and worship team, she was a Sunday school teacher and I was like her assistant as well and um, what not dad was in and out of church, he wasn't really he wasn't really um, to the church like that he came when he won and then he had his beliefs and whatnot um and yeah that's how i came to know um god i came to know god on a theory basis like through the word just reading um just reading 
children's Bibles, went on to big Bibles, but then when I got into my teenage years, it began to feel like, it began to feel to me that this is something that I had been put in and coerced in, not something that had um, been given to me um, as, you know what, this is Christianity, this is what it is, um, except Jesus Christ by your own choice. It just seemed to be that it was kind of like a forceful thing basically so you know what i just started following friends and started doing a whole bunch of nonsense until i got myself into trouble um with the police even two weeks before i was just about to start uni and i thought i was going to lose everything um but glory be to god um what happened to me is that i got let off and what i got let off for other people have been arrested and even been prosecuted for it even worse i won't even go into it because i don't even want to incriminate myself or end up pleading the fifth um i know it's uk but i'll still say it just as a bigger speech um and uh, on this on this podcast i'm not going to but yeah i started doing a whole lot of nonsense and my focus was wrong i was going after the wrong things i was chasing money i was chasing popularity i was chasing women just chasing the wrong thing one thing i've realized about being um who we are is that there is a void inside us. I believe there's a void inside of all of us and God created that void on purpose. And that void was made so that it can be filled only by him. And it wasn't made in, as in a selfish way by God to say, oh yeah, you belong to me. That's no, no, no. It was made so that he could fill you with love. Because He's when he fills you with his love, I mean, if you actually know that it's there filling you, I'm telling you, it's, even, it's more than just feelings. The feelings are just the byproducts of his love inside you his love is like your assurance it's what increases your faith it's what lets you know that yeah there's more to this life than everything on this earth because everything on this earth yeah is not enough and that's what i came to realize no matter what i had no matter what money i had no matter what car i had no matter what friends i had no matter what girl i had it was never enough and that's when I came to the realization, even after I got out of trouble and still went to uni, I came to a realization that, you know what, none of this is ever enough. So I started speaking to God myself. And it's when I started speaking to God myself and started going through his word, um, knowing that I've been led by him to come to him, that's when I started seeing God for myself. And God does speak. He may not speak like an audible voice, but he does speak. He speaks through peoples. He speaks through situations. He speaks through scenarios. And he does speak. He will never force. He will never force. But he lets certain situations happen that make you realize that, oh, yeah, I am there. Like, for example, I remember when I was driving and the car took control of itself. The car started driving like it's by itself, like it's Night Rider or something. And me and my friend were in there. I had no control of the steering or the acceleration. And the acceleration just kept going up and we on. So now you know how UK roads are already. And we were scared. Forget skipping heartbeats. I don't even know where my heart was at the time. We, the car just started doing its own nonsense. And then all of a sudden, yeah, for some reason, the car just stopped. And that's how I know that God was in the works. Yes, it was my stupidity at the time that was even in the car, um, doing, driving a car that needed to be fixed. But at the same time, too, the fact that the car just came to a halt, that was my life saved. Me and my friend... Even my friend there, I'm so glad he was in the car because that made real. You know, he was even saying, you know what? You thank God. In other words, God is real. Life experiences, even near-death experiences like that. So many things I've been involved in that made me realize that, you know what? God is real.
um, in the last sort of three years. I've lost both parents as well. Um, and that hasn't even made me doubt God at all. Um, it's just made me realize that, you know what, God is there for the mere fact that I'm here and I'm encouraged and I still got family around me. I've got my um, immediate family and then I've got my family um, on a wider range like Jermaine and, Jim, um, um, Jermaine and Jason. I consider them family as well. That makes me realize that even though my parents have left, God hasn't left and he's still working through everyone and he's created that infrastructure for me to remain strong as well. Um, Nearly died last year when I was in hospital after surgery. God is still good. Um, all these things that um, has happened to me and I'm still here. I know that, um, just like Jermaine and Jason have said, all these things here yeah, just work together for our good. It's not good. It's not good sometimes that certain things happen. But the thing is, it's like the saying goes: What doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. And it may be, it may sound cliche, but it's actually true. Because if it hasn't killed you, then it's contributed to something at the end of the day. And what's contributed to us right now is the fact that we're here, we're here to live another day, and we are blessed. Um, there's so many things um, that have shown me the reality of God. Um, there's so many things that have also challenged that, and I'm going to go into that in our next segment as well, such as things like science. You've got atheists that are always questioning us. Um, so question us, say that how can God be real with everything that's going on, but we'll go into that later on as well. But me personally, um, as part of my experience, the way I see that everything's made in the intricacies of this world, the universe, um, the complex process of all our organisms, so many things, it has to be something beyond all our existence that exists here, something beyond time and space that exists to show that some supreme being must exist and when I was thinking this earlier on there's one particular verse from Romans 1:20 in the Bible um, that says that for since the creation of the world his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse and that verse appears appeals to me so much because at the end of the day, yeah, there's so many things, the sky, the clouds, the universe, the stars, the, the everything. It, it, even even if you say it's a big bang, the thing you have to ask yourself is, then who created the big bang? Because creation has proven that there's always a creator. Mm. And even on Earth, everything's created. So there has to be some sort of ultimate creator. And then someone would come and say something like oh then who created god but you can't create a supreme being the whole point of that supreme being is to being is to exist outside the confinements of time and space outside the confinements of understanding and comprehension there mm -hmm. has to be someone or something that exists outside of all of that yeah for all of us for all of us and everything to exist mm -hmm. and the beauty of it is that beauty about God's existence is that he gave us something called free will and that free will is to make a choice because without choice you can't love if he didn't give us free will we will all be robots but the fact that he's given us free will is that he's given me, Jermaine, Jason all of you listeners the choice to believe in his existence or not and to believe in existence I will admit from, my, from what I've heard from my brothers in, in my lifetime it takes personal experiences to um, see God does leave clues 
but it takes experiences to really believe in God, the love he has for you, and he does have love, and he proved this love. History has proven it. Um, archaeologists have proven it, the existence of Christ Jesus, his only son, who he gave for, to die for us. And that was his proof of his love for us. If it's not enough that he's given you free choice, the freedom to do anything you want, he's giving you his son. And the real freedom is not in doing whatever you want. The real freedom is to be, is to not be subject to what is to not be subject from the things that are actually killing the flesh. And that's another reason why we believe in God, because we know that God gives life, He gives true joy. And that void that He fills with His love, that gives you a level of peace that nothing in this world, no one in this world, all the wealth in the in the world combined cannot give you that level of peace. It cannot give you that peace of mind. It cannot give you that happiness. And I'm telling you because even right now, as I've been listening to my brothers and as I speak, I can even I, I, I know I know and I'm assured that God gives this to anyone who will just look to him and say, God, show me your real. And to those of you that know he's real, oh, God bless you. And I pray that God will continue to use you mightily. And I know that every single person listening the same way don't believe God believes in you and he does and if he didn't believe in you you wouldn't even be listening to this right now so that's evidence of the fact that he believes in you and with all of that being said with my story and how I've come to believe in God and what God means to me um, I would like to go on to our next segment which um, talks about the challenges of believing in his existence um, and I would like to start with my brother Jermaine you can just enlighten the people bro and please go in because you've gone in with me you've gone in with jason so many times in the past bro mm. they need to see because you've been through a lot i know we ain't got enough time this week <laughs> for you to go through everything but bro mm. let them know bro because i've learned so much from you in um, everything you've told me over the few years bro yeah um no thank you for that thank you um there's when you look at your life right now, and I think, you know, and it's something Jason kind of mentioned, you know, that there's got to be a time, and this is for those who are Christian, those who have faith and believe in God, where you have to be tired of going against God. And what that means is this, is when things don't go your way, and most of the times in our lives, we have a grand vision of what we want, right? Whether it's wealth, whether it's the ideal job, career, a partner, and we, don't, and we don't have that. And God is faithful. God is true. God is kind. God is awesome. And um, some of the challenges that we have is just being patient with God. Being just trying to be patient with God, trying to be still in God, trying to understand and seek God's peace. Because there are moments where we want to be in the world. There's moments where we, you know, there's times where we have that period of, yes, I feel great. Give God is for the Lord. And you feel amazing. You feel prosperous. And then for some reason, even that week or that specific day, you have this moment. And I call it a moment because you either feel down depressed, anxiety, stress because of what's going on. So there are times where the struggles I've had is almost mentally, no, I would say physically leaving God, but mentally being with God. So what that means is no matter what I've gone through, I don't ever doubt God's existence or God actually is here. Always question, do I even deserve to be where I am now? Do I even deserve to have 
the peace, the love, the joy, the amazing friends that I have, the family that I have. And there's times we look at our family thinking, I don't, you know, like we always wish it more. And then you have to really look at our lives. And it was mentioned in terms of, you know, that God's put us here. You know, you have to give such real strong character. Not even character. I don't, I don't want to say character. Character is even to be something you may not even be. I think it's really being yourself. Um, and, you know, as Terrence mentioned, you know, you can lose your family. And that could always put testers and say, hmm, is, is God even real? Like, if God really loves me, why would God put me through this pain right now? The time of death is never ideal. Never ideal. Sometimes the jobs we lose is never ideal. Sometimes the relationship we lose is never ideal. But God is still here. Always has been. And some of the challenges I tend to neglect is, are the things removed away from me for a reason? As in that I can understand and really know that, wait a minute, did God remove that because long term that could have been damaging to me? Or was it removed because of what I've done in my past? Or because of how I am now, whether it's not really glorifying God or if it's doing something that isn't right and I get confused with that so I'm thinking oh damn God like if I pray does that mean anything if I go on bed knees does that mean anything if I stop doing certain things that are, are according to the Bible not to do does that mean anything and you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting for someone like me who's very impatient I struggle with that I struggle with that but I look at this Right, and this is why something I've struggled with because I'm not really someone who communicates very well. What I mean by that is I can go through a lot of things not really telling anybody anything. You never really know. You might see it, but you'll never really know. Um, it's just how powerful God is because I feel like you, when you've done certain things in your life, um, whether you sinned or done something wrong against you or against God, and I'm thinking like, wow, God, like everything that I've done. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, for those who really have strong faith, we sometimes question thinking, God, why am I even still here? Look at what I've done against my life. All the blessings you've given me that I feel like I've ruined. Down to whether it's a relationship, down to whether it's that career path, down to even physical health, and I feel like I've ruined it. I mean, God must be tired of me because of what I keep doing wrong. I keep doing it over and over again. And it's like God is saying, you can always reset because I'm always going to be here. Just raise your hands up. Open your heart up. And it's something I've struggled with for a while, but because of this, this team, this group, this family, the three of us, some of our amazing friends I have, some families I've had, some, some things that I've experienced that I'm no longer here, some friends no longer here, some friends were alive but I really don't see. Still praying for them, still hoping for them, still wishing for them. So as long as we're all here, it almost inspires me to say that God is always working through me for other people. So the challenge is really for me has just trying to be still accept that, know that, understand that, and being patient with me, but myself, is a reflection of always being patient with God, because it's because of that, as well as certain things that I've experienced in life now have been possible. Financially, things have been possible, up and down. Mentally, things have been possible, up and down. Relationships come and go, what happens? Regardless of who they are, who they're with, I want them to prosper and be great in life, because they're loved and cherished, regardless. I don't really have any mostly for that. So, those challenges there are always going to be a challenge we're always going to go through. We're going to go through anxiety, yes. We're going to go through a lot of pain, yes. There's going to be a lot more to go through, yes. So, one thing I want to say this as well, and it's something I'm going to mention as well, and it's something I've struggled with, and I now know how important it is. Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. That's what I've got to say on that.
Exactly. When I'm saying yeah. I'm not trying to criticize, I'm not trying to criticize. Mm. I'm just stating the facts. Because I've heard so many people, um, even atheists, they don't believe, but they're like, oh, I'm hoping, I'm praying. But who are you hoping? Who are you praying to? Because you can't not go and pray to a human being. You're not praying to me because I have no control over the situation. None of us do. We don't know the future. But the fact of the matter is that there is a God that knows, and He knows, and we don't know. That's the whole point of faith. Mm-hmm. Faith is not seeing, but believing. And who are you believing in? You're believing in a God, a God that knows. And you know him. And deep down, everyone knows of his existence as well. And when I even talk about the hope and faith, I'm even talking about the hope and faith in, in nothing. I'm talking for myself. I'm talking from my own experience. Because even when we talk about um, in our past that, just been going against the grain we've been going against god for so long that's because we've just been putting faith in our own selves we've been putting faith in those things that we believe is going to give us satisfaction we've just been on the move on the move on the move and just like jermaine said we haven't taken the time to be patient with ourselves and sometimes patiently with yourself is to sit there and be still because the whole point of patience is not just to be waiting the patience is what you're doing whilst you're waiting And he was asking, Jermaine was asking questions like, oh, do I deserve this? Um, just asking questions about life. It's not nothing wrong with asking the questions. Because at the end of the day, yeah, when you ask the questions, God is going to answer. Because you need those questions answered to reassure yourself, to reaffirm, or should I say, to reinforce the strength and the confidence and the faith that God is building in you for you to accomplish what he is using you to accomplish because not only are you going to benefit yourself you're going to be a blessing unto others and not only are you going to be a blessing unto others you're going to prove his existence mm-hmm. and that existence of God is inside you yes. the person who created the heavens and the earth is inside you inside you you might think it's impossible great you know what I'm so glad that someone would think it's impossible because God doesn't work with things that are possible. Otherwise, that won't make you, that won't make you God. He works with the things that are impossible, so that you can say that yes, this God does exist. And not only is He this God, He's my God. And not only is He my God, He is Father, who loves you, cares for you. And again, I'm going to say, if you're not listening to this by accident, that's why you're hearing this. And with, and with that being said, thank you very much, Brother Jermaine. Thank you. Thank you, man. Hundred percent. Yeah, I hope you listen to that, man, because I know that it's not every day you come and you come and let people know about what's going on. Um, but I know that even when you're quiet as well, you're you're there speaking to God as well, and that's the main thing. That you are someone that has proven time and time again that God speaks and God answers. Amen.
said, Brother Jason, please um, share what the challenges, what challenges you've gone through experiencing the reality of God, or what challenges you've gone through. Um, that challenge, how real you believe God is, basically. All right, so um, before I explain, obviously, how let's say my upbringing was or aka my conditioning was when I was growing up so my my challenges were mostly rooted in okay although I'm here now for most of my life I haven't truly believed um so now I'm here it's not going to be automatic that I do believe so I'm going to have to put in more mental more emotional more spiritual and more physical effort to get to know God and to make sure that I believe. And the thing that I always go back to, right, is I don't remember what the movie is called, but it's a movie with Nicolas Cage and it's about the rapture. Now, after um, some people were raptured, I remember his daughter went to the church that they, that they, that the mum gave her life to, right? She got raptured and saw the pastor and was having conversations with the pastor after she finished she paused and said well hold on a minute why are you here and he said in a well it was a longer sentence than this year but what he said was you have to truly believe it's not just enough to talk and this is where i go back to jesus saying there's many people that are going to call his name, but he doesn't know them. So it's the knowing that I've come from a place of unbelief to now trying to be rooted in belief and question, does God really exist? Can he really pull through? And the funny thing is, it's not that he hasn't shown me that. It's just when you're going through the tough times, you start to question a lot. You start to question a lot. It's part and parcel of being a human being. I mean, I always say, let's look at Job, right? It was his friends that were speculating is what they was doing. He acknowledged that what he was going through. He did ask God, like, okay, what's going on here? You know, but he didn't question God to the point where he had an issue with God. And this is where I've had to learn that, all right, I may not know what's going on. I may not know why. I'll probably never know why. After it's said and done, I might look back and look at certain things, but 2020 is hindsight. But the whole thing is, whether things are going right, whether things are going wrong, have the same belief. Don't treat God like he's a genie. Mm. And this is where I've had to fight myself on numerous occasions to say, All right, am I really trying? And am, am I really walking forward? Am I um, seeking God's counsel? Or rather, am I substituting God's counsel for other things, which could be the counsel of women, could be the counsel of money. It could be very, you know, it could be numerous types of things. So I have to say, uh, if you really do believe that you need to focus and keep your focus, and not only that, speak on it. Don't be afraid to speak to people about Christ. Don't be afraid to be about Christ. You don't need to hide it be about it let christ be part of you and allow christ being part of you to dictate how you maneuver yourself in the world not you have christ on the left and then you have a on the right and then not 
let Christ be part of you because remember we was all made in the image of God right so let's remember that mm. and then everything else comes after how we conduct ourselves how we think you know how we feel um, the decisions that we make let's always try to remember because in believing you know that God is watching you that there's someone up there up there looking at your actions paying attention to your thought process so you need to ask yourself all right because I believe in this I am not going to do this instead of just being wayward and just doing different things so that's that's been my main difficulty I mean I've had a lot of questions in my life and I feel like a lot of those questions were only answered when I came to Christ myself but it's still hard because I spent the majority of my life um, rejecting God and just doing everything else yeah and that's it Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yep. Definitely resonate with that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Especially like when it comes to if you're um. And I, I think something that Malcolm X said, you know, that there's certain things that you use to pacify your behaviors, um, down to what are you leaning into? What are you using to substitute or make you feel good about yourself? Either because things haven't gone wrong, or you've lost your way. So because you've lost your way, the very thing that's enticed you has been the very thing trying to lead you into something you ain't ready for. Um, or even shaping to be something you don't even want to be. Um, and rightfully so, God isn't a genie, and this is the thing. Like, there are many times when you pray for things and you think, that's it, I'm going to sit here, and that's it, it's God that's going to do everything for me. No no legwork, no groundwork, no nothing I've got to do my side. As long as I believe in God, that's enough. No. Oh, you got to understand it. It's a two-way thing. And the thing is, like, if you, if you really harness and say, look, no, like I said before, God said your faith, God said your belief, whether you believe in God or not, God believes in you, right? Like we believe in God that these things can be done, God believes in us that we can do it, that we have the power to do certain things he's given us to do. So that's actually a challenge of mine that I've actually forgot to mention is there's certain things that we have that I've yet to even use. So voice is one of them, but there's many things that I really have experienced and challenging for, wait a minute, I pray to God about these things, I'm like, wait a minute. What I've learned to say, because I know, like, you know, like, like, we can always say, like, God knows what we, our, our wants, our needs, right? But the very thing that we don't tend to be honest about with God is, is our weaknesses. When do we allow ourselves to be weak in front of God? Because we, we can be easily be proud and strong in front of others, but then um, God knows us. <laughs> so it's almost like praying for that strength, but at the same time, just to be renewed, just to be at peace, just to have certain things guided and instilled and bestowed upon us. We have much more power than we think. Down to our voice, down to our actions, down to exactly what we see. So, yeah, man. And I agree with that, yeah. Mm. We, we definitely have more power, and that's something that we need to tap into mm. with our belief. I mean, we, we, we already know how our mind works. If you believe you can't do it, what's the likelihood mm. that you're, that you're going to be able to do it? When you believe that you can do it, what's the likelihood that you can do it? So, believing in God is knowing that regardless he will make a way for you you know what I mean? regardless he will make sure that you come out a winner the issue is are you gonna we mentioned it earlier are you going to be patient are you going to be understanding are you going to seek truth are you going to be disciplined what, whatever needs to apply and to me having belief you don't need the proof you'll be because for us as christians we believe in the fact not that we have the facts before the belief and that's one thing a lot of people need to remember we believe in the fact that god 
exist and God can do anything for us on this earth. <clears throat> and we need to always, always, always remind ourselves that. And just because it doesn't come in our time frame does not mean that God is not working. We believe in a champion. We believe that the champion is inside of us. And we believe that our lives can be full of championships. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you very much for that contribution. It's true. Because we've all been given the ability to believe. And that ability to believe is our purpose. For our purpose, for his purpose in our lives. Because when we do believe, or when we allow to work in the belief that we have then we fully enjoy the benefits of God inside us as well and I like what Brother Jermaine was saying as well about our weaknesses God's strength is made perfect in our weaknesses because that's our way of saying he cannot but he can and yes just like Brother Jason was saying as well the whole point of faith is to believe not because you've seen it but you believe it. Even um, Christ says in the word, blessed are those who have not seen yet believe. Um, even some of his disciples, when you, um, if you know the story about him resurrecting, he went before his disciples, there was a couple of them that doubted. And there was one that said, oh, Jesus, I need to see your hands. I need to see that it was you, that you were nailed to the cross. Before I believe that you're resurrected. And Jesus showed that disciple his hands, and then he said, and then that disciple said, Oh, Lord, I know it's you. And then Jesus said to him, Oh, blessed are those who have, who have not seen yet believe. And so, the whole if, if you have this before you believe, it defeats the purpose of you believing in the first place. When you believe, you believe it before you see it. We've seen the evidence of God, but we haven't necessarily seen God. Um, just like um, Jason was talking about the film with Nicolas Cage, which is, um, I believe the film's called um, Left Behind. Um, that That's the one? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> the pastor that was talking about, he didn't believe it. It's true. We can say all these things, but then do we believe? It's, it's about that personal experience. And if you don't, if you know that you don't believe enough or if there's some things you're doubting, just speak with God. The fact that you even speak with God is a sign that you believe, that you believe in his existence to actually speak with him on a one-to-one basis in the first place. So it's good that um, you're having this conversation. And another thing I wanted to mention as well, based on what Jason was saying, is that you've seen us mention Christ a lot because we believe it. We've seen, we've all said at some point um, on the podcast that Christ is our Lord and Savior. That's who we believe. We believe that Jesus Christ is the truth, he's the way, he's the life. That's what we believe. We believe that the only way to God the Father is through God the Son, Jesus Christ. And that's why we do mention him. Um, and you can easily find this out in the Word, where in the information age, this information is available um, to you as well. To get to the Father, you need to get to the Son. God is in three different parts. I don't want to turn this into a sermon, but... Um, do believe that God is the Father, God is the Son, God is the Holy Spirit, is three as one. Um, and he's done, and I believe that he's done this on purpose 
um, so that we get the benefits of him in every every um, every form, basically. The Holy Spirit inside us through the Son and through the prayer, because Jesus Christ is like an advocate. It's like we can't be called sinners anymore once you get once you get accepted and once you accept Christ yourself, because God can say, "Oh, this person used to be a sinner." not God, sorry, Satan could say this person used to be a sinner, but Jesus Christ is that says, no, he's not a sinner anymore, his sins are cleansed, but we won't get into that, we won't get into that because we'll be going in forever and we want to stay strictly with the podcast, but just to let you know that Christ is our saviour and we hope, for those of you that don't know why he's a saviour, that you can come to know why he is a saviour and we can get um, I'm going to get into that certainly in our next segment, but um talking about the challenges um, for myself. My own challenge um, is facing the weaknesses of my flesh, which um, some of my brothers have touched on as, as well. Just like um, what they were saying about substituting God for the temporary things, you know. And when I say temporary things, I'm talking about the temptations, the things that tempt the flesh, the things that edify the flesh. I'm talking about money, power. I'm talking about women. All these things, what are these, all these things here, have been distractions in my lifetime um, that have caused me um, to like put God to one side. And when I put God to one side, it makes me question His existence because when things go wrong, I'll be like, oh gosh, where's God? This and that. When it's my own self that has been driving myself away from God as well. And when you, when I use the word temptation, the first four letters of the word temptation, tempt. One thing you have to realize about temptation is that temptation is temporary. And that's why it starts off with the word temp. It is, it is a temporary thing. And if you fulfill the desire of that temptation, you have to know that it won't last forever. It can last for a year, it can last for a day, but it does not last forever. Just like this lifetime does not last forever. So whenever you feel tempted to do something, just remember it is temporary. It's a temporary fix. And in the majority of cases, temporary fixes are not actually fixing you. The, uh, the irony of the word fix, quote, quote, is the fact that it's doing quite the opposite. It's only making you worse. We're in a world where this flesh is not growing any stronger. We, we are growing with age. The last thing you want to do um, is... Um, contribute to that dying flesh as well as the spirit that's inside you and that spirit can only be fed by God God only God can fill that void there's so many things in this world that makes it look like yeah you're okay um, God does you don't need God and this and that but at the end of the day it, they are deceptions and only um, only designed to take you away and from God and to focus yourself and your flesh that has been designed to only be selfish and only want for itself the another challenge i face is what other people believe um, people believe in that you know what um they believe in science science um telling you how things are made and how things are running by itself and whatnot um these are these are challenges i face what other people say you face you, see, you face it all day long face it in media, we face it in TV, we face it in music. These are challenges I've faced, even up to now. Um, 
another thing is um, just like what Brother Jason was saying about the um, man of God or the so-called man of God in the film um, was even um, the, um, other believers can um, be a challenge towards believing in God's existence because you'll be saying something and this is the reason why sometimes it's not even good to share your dreams or if you're even going to share your dreams share it with someone that's going to push you to your dreams to your vision to your purpose in God it's not everyone to share it with because I've had several times in the past where I've, I've shared something out of excitement and other people especially people that believe in God they will tell you to be realistic or be real how can you be believing in God and telling you they're telling you to be realistic or be real you know how God, big your God is, just like Jermaine was saying earlier on about the greatness inside you. If you know how real God is here, yeah, you will know that nothing is impossible. If someone tells you to be realistic, you don't even need to respond. Because at the end of the day, you are as realistic as your faith. You are as real as your faith. And your faith doesn't require you to have tangible evidence in front of you to determine what you're going to accomplish. Because faith is alone is a substance. Faith in itself is a substance. Believing in God itself is a substance. And that substance is strong enough to become something substantial and something that you can see. Because before anything existed, someone had to believe in it. And I'm telling you, the most most of the people that have accomplished something big, in fact, everyone that's accomplished something big, they've had they've referred to God or the existence of God or the supreme being because they know that it's something beyond that has um, that has to exist before the, um, for something beyond to come into existence. Because the plane you see in the sky, the car you're driving, the elevator you're using. Um, all these things that you, we use on a day-to-day basis, if you go to someone like maybe 500 years ago and told them that was going to exist, they will never believe it. So at the end of the day, yeah, to, um, to, um, challenging the belief of God is like, no matter what people say, go back to God and speak with Him. That's what I've always done. That's been a challenge of mine, just listening to the wrong things being said, especially um, from those I believe even in churches I've gone to in the past as well. Um, Just like I mentioned before, temptations, having the wrong priorities um, has been messing um, with my peace. Um, Things that happen in life, things that happen to me, things that have happened around me, tragedies, um, losses of people close um, multiple times as well. The things I have to see happening in the world, like wars, um, murder, tra- um, human trafficking, and all sorts. All of these things challenge my belief in God's existence. But at the same time, too, um, God um, just gives me an inner peace. And I've seen him give other people, as well as my brothers, that inner peace as well, that he does exist. And to those of us um, who do believe, we do have a responsibility to impart that belief, to impart that faith, to impart that um, um, God God in us here to other people. Even if it's just one other person, we do have that responsibility. Um, and there's going, there's, there's going to be challenges because faith can't exist without challenges because the whole point of faith is to overcome those things that challenge what you believe. If it doesn't challenge what you believe, 
then there's, there will be no need for faith to exist in the first place. And I hope everyone understands where I'm coming from on that. Um, and so, though, yeah, those are my challenges. We face challenges in life every time. Even to do this podcast is a challenge because we have to go. It's a challenge because we've all got schedules and we've all got lives. But at the end of the day, we need to glorify God and we need to um, show of his existence inside us, why we believe and what not. And I'm so thankful to God that he's allowed us to overcome an obstacle to actually be here and, and show why we believe is real. And even though we face those day-to-day challenges, we will continue to allow ourselves to be used to prove his very existence in this world. All glory to God, all day, every day. And that being said, brothers, um, we're going to go into our third and final segment, which is the practical ways to seek God if you believe in him, even if you don't believe in him, the practical ways you can seek him and or sustain a relationship with him. So, Jermaine, please, um, can you drop on us how we can do that in your, from your view? Live life with passion, man. With some drive. Um, and there's quite a few things that's been mentioned, especially when it comes to having certain things in life, whether it's children, whether it's any sort of things, and understand that these everything that you have right now, um, it's all part of God's plan for you. Um, even if we look at it and thinking, oh, this isn't right, this isn't, this isn't the way, the, the thing is, like, look at how it's really shaped you as a person. If you look at your life right now, where you are, and I think a lot of us could easily say we're not happy where we are financially, spiritually, mentally, physically, all these things, all these things. Which is great because one thing you are aware of was possible for you. If you know not happy with these things, you have right to change that. Um, there are many things that we can do, and everyone, I, I would say this is so important as well. And we have mentioned this before when it comes to sort of self growth, development, um, being in the word, reading, prayer, uh, and just being critically and the self aware of who you are. But what I've got to say is this to everyone um, listening to this. How do you learn? How do you receive information? How is it resonant with you? Um, I will say that because there's power in speaking. There's power in voice. There's a lot of things that's been said. But at the same time, we're, we have the, uh, this, this ability to almost selectively hear what we want to hear or dismiss what's been said. And most of the time, they don't listen at all. So how do you learn? How do you want to receive information how do you want to understand or put yourself through certain practical challenges do you crack under pressure are you someone who learns vocally like this are you someone who wants to see practically what's going on are you someone who rather read and see something you can refer back to all the time so i would say the first thing really in terms of just solidifying your relationship with god get to the place you want to be but the beauty, of the, the great thing about relationship with God is it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you have, what you've done. What you look like, nothing, none of that matters. Is God loves you regardless of who you are, regardless of anything you've ever done. So it's not a case where you've got to be perfect to receive that. I don't necessarily believe in that at all. Um, this is really is coming as you are um, because God shaped you to be a certain way. You are unique. You are cool to be unique. As well as great, but also unique. So what that means is all relationships with God's going to be very intimate, very different, very private. Some people will say, I'm not a great Christian. So you don't need to be a great Christian. 
just the very fact that you even want to believe in God or choose to is the biggest action you could probably ever do right now. There's going to be very difficult times in your life that you're going to experience. And because you believe in God does not mean your pain is going to go away. The only thing I always request is how do you learn? And most importantly, transmute what you've learned to better and prosper yourself. Learn something every day. Every day you wake up in the morning, go hard. Live life with enthusiasm, with passion, with joy. Don't be so careless of your time. Don't wish it away. Wishing it away is you can't wait till Friday. Come wait for that holiday. You can't wait. You can't wait for that. But as Terence said, in between your patience, get ready, because God's working in something great. So between the time when you're waiting for that thing to happen, what could you do right now between where you are and that moment? Don't be casual of your time because you have so much to live for. There's so many people right now who are frustrated with where they are because they can't believe how much time they've wasted. Oh my gosh, I wasted five years with this person, or I wasted ten years at this job, and nothing's happened from it. Yeah, but everything's happening from it. What's what has it taught you that you can see beyond now? What has it showed you about your interpersonal skills, your communication skills, so many things you lack, so many things you can improve on? So I would say, really, these things, these these five things. Um, be aware, like get ready to be self-critically, like aware of yourself. And that includes finding out how you learn. Second thing is, put those to pen and paper. I said this in the last podcast, in the last podcast you've got to write these things down. Whether it be images or words, if you have a very good memory, constantly think about it. I want you to re- look at it every single day, your aspirations of what you could do. And then the third thing is, of the things you've written down, something from my counselling session is, what could you act on those things right now? And the next thing is, breathe. <laughs> breathe. We, we put ourselves through a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, and a lot of anxiety. Most of the time, we don't really need to do that. <laughs> and half of the time, is if you are going through it, remember what I said, you're going through it. And you say you're stopping right there, <laughs> you're going through it. Where you're going isn't where you're going to stop. Nor is it where you're going to be either. Um, and I would say, to end it off, love yourself. Love yourself. And I don't mean the love that you might think from someone else. Love you because of how you physically look, because of how much money you got, or because you might have your head together. No, I mean, before all that, the sort of love that God has for you, I want you to express that in yourself. And that is, not only doing the things that you want to do, just doing it with real joy. Aspiring and affirming others. Telling someone how amazing they are and encouraging them. Doing something you love to do. Having the time to clear yourself and really look at your life and think, you know what? I know it's hard, but I'm going to do it hard. I'm going to do it anyway because I owe my life that. I owe myself that. As men, especially black men, you know, for those who have a strong faith, women as well, we put ourselves, we put others before ourselves a lot. So when you keep doing that and the very thing you put yourself or put the thing before you goes... You must feel lost. But if you put God at the forefront of all you want to do, I don't mean in the back seat, I'm in the forefront of all you want to do, seeking guidance, seeking prayer, seeking real direction, you'll find that there's nothing you don't ever lack. You'll find that if anything doesn't work out, it's not because it didn't work out, it's there's someone that God knows far more than we do. <laughs> and that's God coming into action. If something is removed from you, understand it's okay. This has to be removed because it needs to either make way for something or it's a case where, okay, that's got to be removed to protect me. Just remember that. And that's in a lot of things. So, yeah. Be grateful. 
be still, be quiet at times, but know when to be weak. Try to look at things with a, a positive perspective. Remove resentment, receive hatred, receive dislike for yourself because of how you look like or who you are, or for those who've hurt you in the past. Truly live. But at the same time, just be aware. God has you. God always will have you. That's it. Let me see if I can draw on my own experience. Um, although yeah, I am one person, so I know everyone has a slightly different path and a different way of doing things, but practical, practical, practical. <laughs> uh, I won't say this is the biggest thing. I'm not going to put anything in particular order, but I would say do not run away from the hard times or the hard conversations. Because a lot of the times when we um, do walk away from God, it's not all the time, but a lot of the time it's because we don't want to face what's too hard. Because we don't want to go through that fire, 
we don't want to go through sometimes that embarrassment. Um, we don't want to go through sometimes fawns. We don't want to go through certain things, especially when we are the cause of it. Um, I always, always think of Absalom when I when I understand this because he ended up doing what well, he ended up. Um, I'm just going to say he ended up dying. I'm just going to say that simply because of his pride, because he decided. And I guess if you know the story of Absalom, you a lot of people probably thought I understand why he was upset, but he decided to allow his pride to get to his head and to get to his heart. I say his head in treating his father the way he did, which is King David. And I say his heart because when the truth was put in front of him, that he had best basically messed up, I'll keep it very simple. Instead of dealing with that and having a conversation with God, he decided that he's gonna take his life into his own hands and decide not to be on this earth anymore. We do that all the time. I'm not saying that we kill ourselves all the time, no. What I mean is we destroy our own relationship with God because of pride and not wanting to face the facts of what we have done or what or at least sometimes at least what we're going through. And sometimes we can even do that based on us justifying these things by always blaming, blaming, blaming a person or something i have to say it uh, accountability is real freedom i mean the weight off your shoulders when you just admit you know what i messed up is amazing it is amazing because when you do that not only are you being truthful and honest with yourself you're being truthful and honest with god but no one can hold it against you because you're not trying to hide you're not trying to pretend you're facing it and saying i will overcome i will move forward and make sure i do not make the same decisions again i have learned from it mm. this is what true accountability is and to me this is an aspect of forgiveness that other people need to work on of course we all need to work on it for other people you know removing that bitterness that hate etc fine but for ourselves <clears throat> We need to remember just not to run away from the hard conversations. It's even simple as you go to church. The pastor had said something. The pastor hasn't said anything that's that's wrong, but because it's touched the nerve with something that you may be doing, you disagree or you fight. Instead of drawing more of an understanding of what's been said, especially biblically, you just want to be confrontational. You want to be angry. A lot of those people I like that do have a difficult relationship with God in terms of growing. That's what I mean. It's because they are unable to allow that conviction and that understanding to be part of them. So they want to manage things in a way that always makes them comfortable. Whereas, you know, when it comes to God, <laughs> you ain't comfortable all the time. Absolutely not. If you are, something is wrong. You must be saying you're perfect and you do everything correctly. That's, that's, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. it felt growing that growing pains right growing pains i remember being a kid in uh, primary school thinking there was something wrong with me because as i was growing my sides were hurting like it's part and parcel growing comes with pains right being a better person comes with pain just don't run away from that pain don't run away from the natural order of things in order for you to be what you need to be
The second thing I'll say, <clears throat> and I guess it goes hand in hand with what I've just mentioned, but allow yourself to be educated. Just allow yourself to be educated. Misunderstandings, disagreements, sometimes a lack of belief come because you simply don't know enough or you're not seeking to know enough. You're just settling on the negative and saying, instead of saying, let me understand, let me learn more. That could be either by speaking to someone, and I'm not even talking about someone at the same level as you. I'm talking about someone who has the experience or someone who's no more than you so they can impart to you not just advice but godly advice. There's a difference between normal advice and godly advice. Godly advice always points you back to Christ. Whereas normal advice is just really about that person. And I say this because someone can give you normal advice, but it's not advice that's going to help you. It doesn't make them a bad person. No, it's just not advice that's going to help you solidify your relationship with God. Because your relationship with God doesn't have to come from direct sources. What godly advice would tell you, you see the way you're dealing with that? How does God see it? What does God expect you to do? I'm not going to tell you what to do. I want to ask you a question. What would he expect you to do? How would you expect you to deal with it? What outcome do you think he wants? Okay, so therefore, what do we need to do in order to get there? And that's it. It's definitely easier said than done because we are not conditioned that way at all. This world does not condition us that way. I mean, social media has all these clever quotes, all these memes, all these sayings. That's, that sound great, but they are very toxic. If you incorporate some of these things into your relationship, no wonder the majority of our community are struggling when it comes to marriages and, um, and relationships. We're not feeding ourselves. We're not educating ourselves, rather, with the right food. We're not, we're not doing that. So properly try to educate yourself, and it's going to take time. I mean, when you first give your life to Christ, everyone's all like superhero, fully charged. But after that initial uh, honeymoon period is gone, you realize, yeah, you've still got a long way to go. And you can even get to a place where you feel like, oh, you thought you knew it, but you really don't. Because look at the mistakes you're making, look at the decisions you're doing, you know, the decisions you're making as well. But you jump back on board and you say, no, like, this is all part of the process. This is all part of it. It's a struggle. But it's just a learning curve until you allow the word of God to really, really, really be part of you. And that's what we ask for in all aspects of our lives, right? To be the best at something, we it's supposed to be become part of us, right? If you want if a, if you start a business, you need to know that business inside out, not just yours, but the industry as a whole. You need to see where you can take your opportunities, where you need to slow down, how you can scale, how you can grow. It's the same thing being in Christ, the same exact thing. Don't run away from those hard moments. There is no successful person in life that says that they did not have hard moments where they felt like giving up or they made some dangerous mistakes. There is not no successful person who says on the way they did not educate themselves. Nah, come on. I like to say let's apply the same understanding across all aspects of our lives. Let's stop taking shortcuts. Let's stop thinking we can manage it ourselves. No, there's a natural process in order. And there's a reason things tend to work out 
if we follow it. Right. Yeah, I'll just leave that those two. Um, but yeah, really pay attention to, you know, all of the things that we're saying because when we talk, right, we really do pay attention to each other and we do our best to try to apply those things um, where necessary. So, where, well, my English. Well, <laughs> where necessary. Because we all, listen, we all have a duty for ourselves, but we all have a duty for each other as well. Mm. There is not one person who can genuinely say that every aspect of themselves, they know. This is why some people will come and say A, B, C. You might say, no, 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 I don't agree. In time to come, you look back and you say, oh, yeah, I see it now, right? So listen, you have to, don't run away from the hard educate yourself always always be learning right always be learning from different sources you just never know what revelations um are going to come to you and don't be afraid to revisit the same piece of the same source or the same piece of information because you may get something new from it that's it t mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hmm Thank you very much for that, Jason. Thank you so much for that, for sharing that. Um, I learned some things myself. I'm more reminded about some things as well. And you are completely right. I completely agree with you with what you're saying about do not run away from the hard conversations of God. You can't run away from it. At least um, for those that may not believe, at least listen to the conversation um, to see what it is that shows God exists. Um, every day is a learning experience. Every moment is a learning experience. Um, and true accountability is accepting what we do or what we don't do and learning from those moments. Um, and that leads on to your second point, Jason, where you were saying education is key, it's true. We have to educate ourselves, especially us um, who are ready that God, God exists as well. We're always learning new things from God, about God, about us. Um, and when we learn things even about us, we're learning about God inside us as well. Education is key. It's ongoing um, with whatever we do, um, basically, in life. It is really, really important that we take the time to allow ourselves to receive information and act on that information, even going back to what um, Jermaine was saying as well, um, it is it is about believing, um, and the only way we can believe is if we take the time to spend time with ourselves as well. Um, and what are we doing with our time? Very, very important. Not trying to say try and do everything at once, but just saying that take the time take your time to get to know of this God that exists, this God that loves you, our God, not just us, our God, us three, it's our God, it's everyone's God, God who loves and cares for every single person, we can say it, but um, for those of you who haven't seen it for themselves, take the time to find out who this God is, we can assure you that he is worth getting to know more you know him the more you know yourself because he knows you better than you know yourself because he made you
Amen.
when we talk about faith, we're talking about believing in God's existence. This comes by hearing, hearing the word for yourself, hearing other people speak. Um, we encourage you to listen to us. Every single one of our topics is based on the existence of God. If God didn't exist, our topics wouldn't wouldn't exist. When we talk about success, when we talk about um, when we talk about self improvement, when we talk about um, becoming a better version of yourself, it's all based on us um, and our our faith in God, our reality, or our or should I say our standing in knowing the reality of God. And to us, the reality of God is that He's real. End of no question about it for us basically um there's so there's so many people out there that we can even recommend we first and foremost um, recommend ourselves because we recommend ourselves in the sense that we can speak with you and have conversations with you with you and also recommend other people as well um that um can that also speak of god's existence that are powerful that god uses them to show his existence as, as well um, there's people like um, on online. There's people like Matthew Stevenson. There's people like Michael Todd. There's people like Dr. India Hall. There's people like Heather Lindsay. There's people like Joseph Prince. These are all people that bring God's message in a modern language without compromising the word to show you the existence of God. Sometimes even us ourselves, even we need to listen to other people. In fact, maybe sometimes all the time, because faith comes by hearing. Our faith gets increased and inspired through listening to other people. Just like they themselves will be listening to other people. They all have mentors. And this is something we always encourage. Your mentor doesn't have to be someone that you can access. It can even be someone that you just listen to. Not someone necessarily you can speak with or have a conversation with. But they're there teaching you. And you're educating yourself as a result of that. So that being said, that's all the points I have. Um, and I believe that we've had another wonderful session just sharing um our, our, ourselves sharing our thoughts sharing our experiences and sharing the god in us the god that's around us and the god that never ever gives up on any of us so we just like to thank you for spending your time with us um right now um we believe that it's always worth it to spend time with god and to always empower and better yourself and first and foremost to do that is to know that the person who's made each and every one of us is the one more than willing to do that for you so just thank you very much for spending that time with us you can reach us kings in faith on insta you can reach us on anchor as you've been listening to us already um go back and listen to all our recordings this is an amazing last session that i believe that we've had um and brothers please if you've got any last words that you'd like to share before we close up Please um, share it right now with our audience. Yeah, so for those who had a chance to listen, um, thank you very much um, that you got this far. Um, and really take care in terms of what we're saying and the thing that this is about really taking ownership of where you want to go, where you want to be. You have a beautiful life to live, an amazing life to live. Um, we uh, The Instagram, of course, same as usual, Kings in Faith Instagram. Um, please check out the link in the bio and you'll be able to literally access all our previous content as well. Um, do have listened to those. I assure you that not only would it be inspiring, nurturing, promising, motivating, moving, all that and more from the three of us. Uh, we just want to say we thank you to God be the glory for all of you who've been able to listen. Um, and for those who haven't been, 
um, just know that you are continued to be of true value of appreciation um, to all of us even if we don't know who you are um, but that God knows you that's enough to know that God has power and that he has a design plan for you so please if you're going through anything that's dangerous in terms of a bad breakup or you lost your job or you're feeling a lot of pressure and anxiety or just feel like giving up or you feel defeated um, we've always experienced that we're all going through a journey ourselves that journey could be shared together please feel free to chat to us um, this is the last uh, episode for season one has been um, exciting beautiful amazing um, apologies for the sound again as well it's all part of trialing and learning for us as well um, um, part of season two is to work on that as well as other few products as well we have the time um, but other than that um, for listening thank you may God always inspire you Thank you very much once again for being on this journey with us. Um, all we did is literally just start having a conversation, you know, just bouncing, bouncing off each other, giving ourselves good direction, good advice, discussing purpose, discussing a lot of things, and this is what we've turned it turned it into. I encourage all of you to have the same conversations with your friends or family. You don't have to turn it into a podcast, but I feel like it is good to talk and it is good with people you trust. It is good to share things so you understand other people's perspectives. It's very, very important. Moving forward, I hope you all join us for season two, where things will be bigger, better. We will have special guests. We are likely, uh, you're likely going to be able to see us. <laughs> um there'll be a whole lot more to come because um, we ain't stopping and we're just getting started. We understand that what we talk about and what we're about isn't the most popular conversation that people want to have, at least in the UK, but it's one that is necessary, is one that is needed. So we're not stopping until this is the majority of the conversations that we have in the UK. Because amongst our community, there is so much drama, so much negativity, and not much positivity at all. So we are part of the team that is trying to change that. And that's it. Oh, thank you very much, Jason. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and just like my brother just said, I'd just like to reiterate our gratefulness for the fact that you've even given us the time of day to even um, sit there and listen to our conversation. Um, and just like our brother said, we encourage you to go back and listen to the previous conversations as well. Um, and we do also, I like what you said, Jason, about um, encouraging um, others to have that those conversations with each other as well. Very, very important because that don't, we're not only trying to have those conversations so that you guys can listen to it, we're, 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 trying, to, um, we're trying to initiate your own conversations as well that you can have with yourselves or with other people as well. We're trying to spark things, we're trying to spark that greatness within you if it hasn't been sparked already. Um, and so, again, thank you very much for giving us the opportunity, for allowing us to be your host and your servant to serve you with um, nuggets, to serve you with information and to educate, um, actually even educate ourselves in these conversations as well. It's been an amazing run so far, and yes, we are just getting...
get inspired and yes, there is going to be a next season and yes, you are likely to see us, not in person, but yeah, in digital, in digital person. And yes, it is only going to get better because we know that we are learning. Um, and just like and just like you're going through, this is a journey for us as well. So let's all experience this journey together and join us in the next season where we can take your feedback and use that going forward to serve you on another level. So that being said, I would just like to say a small prayer just to close us right now um, and we'll leave you to get on with the rest of your day and the rest of your evening. Um, so guys, let's bow our heads. All you listening, please just bow your heads just for a moment. And just right now, just take the time to breathe. Just take a moment to
have an amazing week. See you, everyone. See you next time. Talk to you soon, too. Take care.